Hey guys, it's uh, Andy here in another episode of the Mountain Malarkey Podcast with Dave. Hello everybody. How's it going everybody? Is it working this time? Yeah, Andy here uh, from Evertrek and with me Dave. Um, hey guys. Yeah, we're, I think we might be on opposite sides of the screen today because <laughs> Andy is. Um, you're gonna you're gonna bail, aren't you, mate? Uh, yeah, no, it's a, it's been a it's been a weird one, but um, yeah, I'm heading off uh, in in probably about forty minutes, but we've got heaps heaps of stuff to crack on with anyway. But yeah, Dave is weird. This is the first time I've kind of done it and been on the other I, side, right? It's yeah, weird. it's also it's the first time I've done it where I haven't just had a blue screen apparently, and um, <laughs> and and no. You had a blue screen and... last week. Yeah, well, we figured it out now, haven't we? So I think going forward, we've got it sort of sussed out. Um, yeah. But yeah, apologies for last week. Um, but I just want you all to know that it was far more stressful for me during that blue screen <laughs> than it was anyone else. Hey, Marky uh, V's here. Got the pleasure of meeting old Marky boy um, last week. So, oh, yeah, Mark, I heard you uh, You came to Evertrack HQ. Yeah, sorry, I, I couldn't catch up with you. Um, I was on the road, but yeah, um, always nice to see Evertrackers come down to to south wales um but yeah dave uh, ramona makes a good point are we live yet uh i think i think we're live i mean i've had it confirmed <laughs> I by think, yeah. lauren i've had it confirmed by my phone and i'm reading these and these questions come in but you know <laughs> we i don't, just realized on every other live we've um uh, we've kind of ever done uh yeah i do we do it but yeah hey guys um yeah if you are joining us do say hello um i know i was uh i was off uh last week but um yeah, Dave did an awesome job. Uh, no tech issues or anything, which was which was great. Um, yeah, I was going to say, yeah, so... awesome job might be overselling it slightly. Um, <laughs> I would say survived. We got something in the form of a live out, and it was yeah. all good in the end. Well, it sounded good. I, I, Dave, I obviously, know we, we've had a chat about it. You were talking about altitude, about the obviously the dangers, and we, we've touched on it a yeah. few times over the last maybe 12 to 18 months. But some really good stuff, mate. Um, you know, I, I watched it a little bit for my camper van up in Scotland. It was uh, it was quite entertaining. Um, but yeah, today is yeah. And, and if you if you're joining us now, obviously we are on opposite sides because I am uh, legging it halfway through. But yep. we want to start off talking about um, we haven't really done too much on the lives around Machu Picchu uh, because it's one of the newer trips that we've we've done. I mean, you know, if you've been a, been around Evertrek for a while, you know that kind of Nepal and Everest Base Camp was you know, kind of our, our Big Mac, if you like. And, uh, you know, all our Evertrekkers who came back, they were looking for more adventures and we were like, okay, let's let's look around. And, um, yeah, obviously Kilimanjaro is a big one, very popular, and and also Machu Picchu as well. So that took us to, to Peru. And, um, you know, we, we've got a very, very good team out there. Um, they've been going, I think it's about 21, 22 years. Um, and Juan Pablo, who runs the, the operation for us over there, um is, is is a great guy um and you know we, we, we were looking at different routes um to Machu Picchu because you know all the research we do and you know we always like to do it a little bit different whatever we do go the whether it's the long way the highway the scenic route <laughs> you know we like to take our time and we did we wanted to do that with Machu Picchu because you know I've seen countless times um you know many pictures and there's a lot of pictures a lot of people there and I'm like well you know how can we how can we get around that um, which is why we 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 do we've done what we've done with Machu Picchu, which is do kind of a, a brand new route, if you like, called the Hidden Valley. And, and then we we thought, well, maybe if we can talk a little bit about that today and and why we did that, and also you know because there are other routes there, 
um, you know, and, and if our route isn't for you because, you know, it, it is more remote, yeah. um, you know, it is less touristy, which is, which is what we like. I mean, we, we like to think that Evertrek is kind of, um, you know, prefer, uh, <laughs> sorry, I got, I got put off there. Alexandra, have I had a shower? Um, yeah, I've had two in the last 24 hours, but yeah, but it's probably the new hat. Is it, is that, is that what you're, <laughs> you're saying? uh, looking fresh also, also as well, for some reason today we are HD. This is full on HD now. Yeah, that might be, Dave. that might be, that might be why, you know, you're looking so fresh today and is, is that um, what it is? Yeah, I think it, that's what it is. Yeah. And, um, this, is, this is what yeah. a week off does, you see, um, you know, and actually having a shower helps. Um, so yeah, nice to be fresh, but yeah, so going back to Machu Picchu, that's what we want to talk about. So some of the different routes, whether it's right for you, um, you know, what Machu Picchu is all about, essentially, isn't it, Dave? Yeah, exactly. Um, well, it is one of those where it's become sort of synonymous with tourism. And yeah. it's also seen as one of the more accessible treks for people if they want to be, if it's their first time going to altitude. Um, sometimes people can be a little bit sort of worried about going straight to sort of Everest uh, or Kili or somewhere that's classed as, you know, over five and a half thousand meters. So something like this is potentially yeah. more of a sort of, although it's still, you know, high altitude and we go over, what, 4,000 900 meters over the pass um so it is one of those that we we've still ever track it ever tracked it ever trackified ever fight you know uh the track but we also like i said we we put a lot of research into it and like we said in the email you put a tremendous amount of research into everything we do like if we're going to go from here to the train station and you'll plan a route um and any interesting any interesting things on the way you know that we'll stop by and uh if andy also says I found this awesome new route should be quicker. Uh, pack an extra pack lunch, um, a tent, and uh, maybe let your family know that you won't see them for a week or two. <laughs> but, uh, and we, 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 is that philosophy going to like goes into all of our treks? So we don't just think like, how do we get to Machu Picchu? We think, okay, is there another way? What else yeah. can you see? What more can you do? And is there a way to do it that so you're not going to be queuing, you know? in a in it because we've seen you, you, you've all seen the inca trail i mean if you think the yeah. queues on everest are bad you know you should see the inca trail ones it is quite a lot although still amazing but we actually yeah. come from a completely opposite angle don't we it's um well yeah it's uh, and also as well i think the peruvian government have done a lot to combat that um you know having limited uh permits per day i think there's a limit of like 500 people now which is great um you know it's it, it they, they've obviously realized okay it's it's very popular we want to you don't want to take anything away from the area, um, which is why they've done that. So they limited the amount of people that can go there, which is great. But then, um, you know, it's nice then because of all these different routes. And the thing is where Machu Picchu is located, Machu Picchu isn't that high. It's so just, I think it's like 2,300 metres, something like that. Yeah. Um, say not high, you know, it's, it's about 1,000 metres over Ben Nevis. So it's still still high. But, you know, it's, when, we, when we're all talking about extreme altitude, you know, it's not as high as, you know, if you go to Everest Base Camp, for instance, which is 5,300 metres or summit of Kilimanjaro, which is five, eight, nine, five meters. So, you know, it's not extreme altitude, but the routes in which you go there, um, you know, like a big popular route these days is the Salcante route, beautiful route that goes around. It's, it, it does. The reason we've done this really, because we were very close to doing the Salcante route, if I'm honest, while, while researching it is because, you know, we'd heard some kind of negative feedback from people who had done that. Um, you know, and if you've done the Salcante route, like I don't want to take anything away from it. It's it's a beautiful place um, from the research we've done. And, you know, it was just our suppliers and we were like, like you know, if if the, the route 
we're, we're, how can we make that different? And, you know, this we're not a million miles away from the Salcanti route, if we're honest, and it's kind of the valley over, which is the Hidden Valley. That's why we call it the Hidden Valley. Um, you know, but, yeah, with the Salcanti route, you kind of skirt around the mountains. You've got Salcanti Mountain, just over 6,000 metres, um, which is a beautiful mountain, um, you know, and, and you, you've kind of, it's always there. But that's why we, we thought, right, okay, let's, let's take the, the beautiful aspects of that and then skirt around it, which is where we come up with the Hidden Valley. Yeah. But yeah, so the Salcante is getting a lot busier. Um, again, there's a reason for that, is that they, there's no permit restrictions on that route. So, you know, the Inca Trail there is. Um, so hopefully with regards to the, the Inca Trail, um, you know, that does get quieter. And, you know, parts of it, like for instance, when we're going up to, um, uh, we're going up and climbing the, the, you might have seen pictures of the steep stairs going up to Machu Picchu. Hopefully they won't be as busy when we're there yeah. um you know but uh I, I mean obviously it's very challenging at the moment across the whole world i mean you guys you know you've been around the community for a while you know that we've been planning these trips for a long time now it just feels feels crazy that we haven't run a trip since uh, march last year which is surreal really yeah um, but absolutely crazy but yeah yeah I, it's, i'm just reading some comments there i know i've okay. heard about so yeah internet issues right and do i have your permission to downgrade us from 1080 to 720 and potentially end the entire stream and cause all manner of. Oh, why is it? Why is it? Is it coming out? Not uh, too good? Might, well, yeah. Apparently, there is a bit of a lag between our voice and what we're saying, so it's like a badly dubbed movie at the moment. Um, <laughs> so, so fun. I, I think I'd rather keep that than if we cancelled it and it it um, we'd have started. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm, I'm hearing it's not awful, awful. It's bearable, and that's from one of our harshest critics. Um, so we're gonna go pretty good with that um, there we go. let's, let's, let's crack on i think dave yeah it definitely. seems better now according to jane so that's good. all i needed to know um, has someone, has so, someone put, put money in the meter just asking yeah we, apparently, we put 50p apparently, in, yeah yeah apparently there is some sort of outage that's affecting lots of different websites internet providers and stuff like that oh, really? so it's not just us this time um but you know we wouldn't want to let you know, uh, but after last week's shenanigans, this is like a well-oiled machine. So let's <laughs> let's let's not you know complain too hard. Um, exactly, but yeah, so exactly. Jane's Jane's actually made a good point here about that guy. Remember, he was in the news, so he actually got stuck out in Peru during the first lockdown, I believe, and was able to oh, actually yeah. go to Machu Picchu, and he's, he's had the whole region to himself. Like, I how know. amazing is that? That's just outstanding work. I think it's um. It's clear, isn't it? I mean, what, whenever there's something bad happens, there's always a positive thing that can come out of it. And, you know, what a story that guy must have, you know, to be, on, be there. It must feel like one of those, maybe the first people that discovered it. Um, you know, it must have been amazing. Yeah, um, yeah it must have been. I'm just reading some of the, the comments again um, around light and how it fast it travels, Paul. Um, but right, Dave, uh, before we go into the Machu Picchu stuff again, just want to give a shout out to all the people that have um, uh, have joined um, a couple of us, the Evertrekkers, who have done um, well, quite a lot of Evertrekkers, but joined some of the Yetis in doing the Strides for Guides. Um, you know, it's been fantastic over the last uh, just over a week now, uh, since the first of June, almost up to a thousand pounds. You know, definitely if Lauren, I know you're on the comments, if you could drop the link uh, to the GoFundMe page, that'd be awesome. Um, just want to put out there that you know, if if anyone wants to join, do join. You've still got time. Um, you know, especially if you like, uh, if Bry, because I don't, I don't know if Bry's on the live today, but he seems to do a marathon a week. So it'd be quite easy to uh, to get you know, 100 kilometers in June. But well, not easy, but doable. Um, 
And yeah, if you want to join in with us, you still can. I think we're up to 88 people so far. Um, and just to, um, you know, almost talk about it a bit more because there's a lot of positivity around getting out there and doing it. But I just want to remind everyone, don't forget to share because, uh, you know, I know a lot of people are sharing their, their strides, which is great. But don't forget to just put the link on there as well because, you know, all the people you can reach and if they can even just give a tenner, you know, it's great. And, and we can help the guys over in Nepal and help the guys over in Tanzania because that's that's our aim. So, you know, although I know it's, it's great to share stuff and I'm like that, you know, I share my experiences on social media. But share that link as well if you can. And it, uh, if you can put maybe why you're doing it, um, you know, on there as well, uh, that'll be great. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I know it's also a bit frustrating because I've had a bit of it's tech issues. We are limited with Strava, unfortunately. Uh, when I got in touch with Strava, um, it was going to cost about £10,000 to set up a proper challenge, which would have which would have meant a lot easier. But as this is for charity, um, we had to do with setting up a club and you're restricted with certain things there. One of them is you can only choose to uh, run, cycle or swim. Now, obviously with us, you know, the closest to, to, to walking or trekking and, and, and running is, is the run option. So it, it is becoming a bit of a, a faff, should I say, a um, bit of a nightmare with regards to logging people's things. But if you are on Strava, just and, and you know, because I've got my watch here and I think the other day um, it uploaded my hike as a hike or a walk. So it didn't actually go in because it only counts the, the, the runs. You've yeah. just got to change it to a run. Um, I know Dave uh, mentioned that last week. And just to repeat that, because, you know, so you, so you make sure that your, um, you know, your your walks and your runs, everything is counted. Um, and it's all a bit of fun, guys. Great to, to have everyone out and, and enjoy themselves. Yeah. Um, it's great to see. So, yeah, if you, if you want to get involved, um, I see we've got the uh, Lawrence put the strides for guides uh, fundraiser link on there. It's got all the information. Uh, and if you're not on Strava, don't worry. Just download the. Uh, we got a little sort of tracker there. You can just write it down the old yep. school way. Um, and yeah, we can crack on. Yeah, exactly. There was a world before Strava when people just, uh, you know, you, we, we used to take take a person at their word. Um, so yeah, yeah, put it down on the paper, get out there. But um, yeah, just to echo what Andy said, yeah, it's all about the sponsorship and stuff like that. We've yeah. had um, some good um, donations so far, and let's just push it to the max. Let's squeeze every last penny we can out of it to help those guys. Um, yeah, Jerome is saying, am I still in charge of the camera? He can't see me. Jerome, <laughs> we might be on opposite sides of the screen. So what do you want to do is move your eyes slightly to the left or right. And um, you should be able to see me. Um, oh, is Dave Simpson's picture up? It's not up yet, unfortunately. And I'll Dave, what, you, what is I'll, it? I'll, you still it, got it? Yeah, of course. Yeah, of course. Um, so the Simpsons picture is still here. Look, it's still there. See, really look at the lads. And um, but uh, really, unfortunately, the space where it's going to be going is um, is sort of up above Kumbu, and okay. I know it. I know it doesn't look very high, um, but I can't stand on a sort of uh, chair with the knee at the moment. Um, so I'm wa <laughs> I'm waiting for someone to uh, give me a hand with that. But yeah, otherwise, if I stand on a chair to get up there and all our chairs have wheels, it'll just go and I'll lose my other knee. <laughs> but um, yeah, brilliant. But Dave, yeah, um, should we crack on with? I uh, know we've had some questions in around Machu Picchu, um, and also some questions. Just to remind everyone as well: if you do have any questions today, fire them, fire them at us. That's what we're here for uh, to answer yep. your questions. So, uh, anything about? Obviously, I know we're talking about Machu Picchu today and the different routes. But if you've got any questions at all about anything, as always, uh, drop them in, and we can yep. uh, yeah, we can take them on. Yeah, marvellous. We've got one question from Karen that says, good morning, gentlemen. Um, thank you very much. Uh, yeah, it's been, a, it's been a difficult year. 
Um, sure, our business has taken a hit. Do you have any insider info of when you can start organizing foreign treks again? Well, it has been difficult, I'll be honest, but um, we've actually been remarkably, you know, we've done remarkably well. Um, part of that is because of people like yourself and whoever's on this live. Um, Andy's resorted to just being a blue screen right now. Um, but yeah, we've done incredibly well. This is amazing. Where have you gone, And? Um, I think we've lost Andy. But anyway, um, we're going to carry on. <laughs> Amazing. I thought it was going so well. We did 16 minutes. Uh, we heard the guitar noise and and then it all stopped. Um, but anyway, yeah, to answer your question, Evertrek is actually, we've done remarkably well. We've got a great community of people that are still looking to go on these adventures and book trips. So we've actually done very well. Secondly, uh, I don't have access to any insider information, unfortunately. All the information I have um, is pretty much what's put out there. Um, we do get some information, particularly from Nepal and Tanzania, sent to us from our suppliers. So um, we get that a lot easier than perhaps anyone else would, because who would you contact to get it? Um, but yeah, other than that, there's no real sort of insider information. Um, let's have a look. Uh, yeah, and Andy is trying to do something, and I'm not entirely sure what it is exactly. Um, hang on, hang on. This might be fun. If I bring you in, and will it be two Daves? <laughs> um, yeah, so two Daves. This is remarkable. Um, so just put up with both of me for a second. Um, yeah, so, and with regards to that, yeah, we're, we're so fortunate that obviously you guys everyone there is you know been really supportive of um of everything that you know evertrek has done um and we've launched new trips we've taken on new staff it's been a it's been a real adventure i'll be honest with you i prefer a proper adventure where i actually get a flight and go to another country but other than that yeah um so i i tell you here i tell you what we're just gonna bring him in bring him in this way yeah this is it so um can you can, can they can you hear andy by the way um hello everyone i'm back yeah can we there we go there we go jump in mate jump in right where are we at like what where are we questions so yeah (laughs) right here we are so yeah it's one of those (laughs) um so yeah we got another one from amanda who's um oh she actually used to live in cusco that's amazing how did you end up living in cusco um yeah but um she she's actually loves the inca trail and recommends the um Ausengate trek, which is um, a, a lesser known area. So, yeah, it is something that. Yeah, it looks amazing. Yeah. It looks really good. I mean, yeah, keep a lookout for that. Yeah, it is something I think we might expand into, you know, at some point. Um, but what we really wanted to do, first of all, was sort of get Machu Picchu launched so people can go there because we had so much interest in Machu Picchu. Um, and now it's been, um, yeah, one of those where. You know, we we had to do it our way, though. <laughs> Ramona, that's not social distancing. That's fine. Me and Andy are actually in a bubble. Um, so, yeah, uh, I actually live on my own. And the only people I socialize with is this fella here. So, yeah, all good. Um, they can't hear me, I realize. Might be worth changing the audio to that. Yeah, let's have a little look. Uh, so, microphone, yeah, change that one. That one. Sorry, guys, uh, to this one. Can you hear us now? Right, you should be able to hear us. Should both, be able to hear right? us now. I love that. Shona's put like, "Can I hear you very well?" Yeah. Can you can you hear us now, guys? 
Andy sounds like he's taken uh, from talking from the bottom of a swimming pool. Let's have a look. Boom. Yeah, here boom. we go. Tita legend. As, as soon as we got this, it's fine. Like, so, sorry about this, guys. Clearly, we're very organized the last couple of weeks, aren't we? Um, <laughs> this is what happens when we mess with the times. 100%. Um, yeah, here we go. Boom. 12.20. Perfect. Let's go. Okay. Right. Where were we? Cusco. Orsengate. Yeah. Is it? I mean, with the... Uh, Orsengate trip, we were, we, were, we actually, I was very close to putting it as a, as a little bit of an add-on because it's about four or five days. But then with the Hidden Valley trip, we were looking at it and it's already quite challenging as it is. Uh, you're going up to a place called Tokto Pass, uh, which is about 4,900 um, meters. Uh, you know, she's so going over that and dropping down then to Machu Picchu. Um, and that already we thought was, was, a, was a challenge enough. But uh, yeah, uh, it is very, um, very good. I, I definitely want to look at that in the future, um, if we can. Yeah. Um, what have we? What have we got? What have we got? So yeah. So Lee has asked. So the um, yeah. Machu Picchu route is the one with the bike ride. So yeah. is it on a bike day? I know. Yeah. There are there are a lot of mountain bike paths around there. Not the one that we do. We stick to the trekking route. Yeah. Um, generally speaking, you don't want any sort of like crazy mountain bikers flying down around you and stuff like that because they'll hurt their knee. But um, but no, we definitely, you know, it's something we might look into. Yeah. Um, we've mentioned before and we've teased a little bit about um, adventures on two wheels. Um, well, a lot of work's going to be put into that in the next two weeks. Yeah. Um, so hopefully then after that, we're going to have um, some stuff. And yeah, who knows? Watch this space. Um, yeah. It's and. Good. What were you saying then about the um sorry about the bike ride oh yeah so there's a lot of mountain biking in peru yeah soon, soon. yeah yeah <laughs> very, very soon. soon very soon um but on the yeah on the itinerary i know there's a day um with machu picchu i think leah maybe might be asking because of that with regards to um there is a day where we do go out on the bike just to kind of go out and, and acclimatize essentially um you know and it's it's quite a nice court of area area it's i forgot what they call it alia tembo i think it's called um, and we go out there and we, um, you know, we just do about two, three hours on a bike. It's quite nice. Yeah. Um, get to see some of the older villages there before we go back to Cusco, get ready to, to start the trip. But yeah, um, John has asked, do you have any news on Tanzanian and Peruvian vaccination program? Very limited news, isn't it? I've, I've not heard anything. Yeah. So Tanzania were very, in particular, I'm not sure yeah. what's happening in Peru, to be honest with you. Yeah. I know they're, obviously they rely on a lot of import at yeah. the moment. So it is quite tricky. Nepal has asked for um, the UK to supply them with vaccines because there's, their supply from India is slowed significantly. Yeah. Uh, Tanzania, they were slow off the gate, to be honest with you. So um, to be honest, we don't know. I have inquired and I've inquired uh, several times yeah. as to what's happening over there. But obviously trying to get information, like the, the way it works, I would contact my equivalent in the, the tourism company who would then make contacts with the tourism boards over there and the minister of tourisms and stuff like that and uh, the minister of tourisms maybe more the minister of tourism and um then the information just doesn't get bounced back to us so um as soon as we do know a little bit more about that we will spread the word um needless to say it's not anywhere like um up to the level that we are in the uk so those guys will be they will be getting vaccinated it's we've done quite well in nepal so a lot of our guides or a lot of our support staff have all received the vaccination in Nepal. Um, so Nepal is at all of our destinations is the most well equipped yeah. in terms of vaccinations and also the number of people that help us over yeah. there having received it. So I think it's it's also yeah worth noting, isn't it? I, 
you know, a lot of countries are definitely uh, just something off the news as well as, as what we hear on the grapevine is that are way behind where they thought they'd be, um, especially some of the South American countries, certainly some of the African countries. Um, I think it didn't help with Tanzania that, uh, God rest his soul, but the, the prime minister, um, he kind of, he was a bit of a COVID denier, wouldn't he really? Or, or, or didn't do much to, to fight COVID, put it that way. Yeah. And then and obviously he passed away, which I think was due to COVID, right? Well, or, well, we're still unsure about that, but it was. He, he, he became ill and passed away. Right. But that's all we know. That's all we know. But okay. yeah, no, uh, rumors, he, rumors. He was a very divisive guy over yeah. there. Like a lot of the people that we spoke to on the ground, at least, um, you know, because he built a railway that connected Moshi with other tourism areas. Yeah. Um, so, and that helped those local vicinities tremendously with like trade and stuff like that. So he was actually really fondly thought of but then there yeah. was obviously you know there's a wider part of the population not just in this little corner of tanzania that obviously had different views um but you know we try to stay stay away from the whole political yeah. side of things as much as we can um obviously we do kind of you know tourism is all part of it but yeah i think he was a little bit slow off the off the, off the gate to be honest and i think as a result of that i don't know really how much vaccines are being sent to them but yeah <laughs> Dave, cheery subject. Yeah, yeah, um, absolutely. Yeah, let's go back to the mountains. <laughs> yeah, was that, um, is that a coffin emoji? Cheery subject, coffin emoji. Yeah, yeah, I think, I suppose it's just addressing it. That, you know, essentially, guys, when it comes to vaccinations, where, you know, the, the UK is, is, is far ahead of a lot of countries, which is brilliant, you know, and um, but not everyone's having them. And, you know, at the end of the day, it's free country and people won't, some people won't choose, choose to have them. And that's, you know, that's cool with them because, you know, we have to respect that. Um, but I think that, you know, in, in my opinion, and I, I think we, we both share this, Dave, is that the more people get vaccinations, the sooner we can get back to traveling um, and traveling without any restrictions. Um, you know, that's that's what we that's what we want. And, and to get back running trips, whether that's Peru, Tanzania and Nepal, yeah. um, we can only do it when it's when we're legally we're allowed. And I think once once the numbers are low, once the hospitalizations are low um, and obviously once we're allowed and, and you're allowed out of the country, um, you know, variants are always an issue, but my personal opinion is, well, okay, so it's varied. It's still the same thing, right? Uh, it's just, yeah, it might be more contagious, but it's no more deadly. Um, but there's so many opinions going out of it, uh, going around. And obviously, I don't want to, this Tuesday, tune in to be all around, you know, opinions on that. But yeah, like always, guys, we we'll always want to be as transparent as we can. Um, and that's our thoughts, you know, when it comes to it. And we, we really want to get back to, to traveling now. Like, we're hoping by the autumn we can get back to, Nepal and get back to, um, you know, doing what we love, which yeah. is getting out of the mountains. Um, and let, let's get out there. I mean, you know, that's why we, we've been working really hard, actually, just to try and do something in the UK. Because although it's, it's it's not really our bag. I mean, you know, we're all about the altitude, and that's we don't want to go too far away from that. But that being said, we have to also address the current situation, which is we can't travel. Let's do some stuff locally and. Um, you know, so whilst we're on the live now, we may as well talk about the Snowdonia Explorer, yep. uh, which we've had a few people book on. Now, there's only eight spaces on that. So I think we've got four or five left. So if you are interested on coming on that, um, just drop us a message. Lauren, if you can pop the link in the comments, if you do want to book in, guys, I think it's £395, cracking sort of three or four days in North Wales. Um, it's the first of, of, of hopefully more. Yep. Um, but because, again, like like because we've got, um, you know, some really good teams in the countries we operate. Um, it's different in the UK because <laughs> although we do the training weekends and everything, it's, it's very, very different. 
Um, you know, so we want to make sure that we got the, the trips are ever tracked again. Yeah. So they're, you know, we don't we don't have a drop in standards. Yeah. You know, yeah. and we know there's a lot of mountain guides out there. There's a lot of people who run trips in the UK, but um, you know, that in the terms of ones we've seen are not quite up to our standards yet. We got Steve in North Wales, who's amazing. You know, we and, and you know, guys, he's great, and, and you're going to love him. He's going to be, um, you know, a great guy uh, and guide. Um, you learn a lot of him as well. I mean, although he, he'll take you on an adventure, he's always sharing information. Yeah. Stuff that will help when you're on, you know, a bigger adventure. So, yeah, um, Snowdonia Explorer, guys. Lauren's just dropped it in the comments. So do jump on, have a little look at the information. Any questions, just drop us a little email, info yeah. at evertrek.co.uk, or just drop us a, a message uh, on the chat on the website. Yeah, it's going to be a good one. We've done all our training with Steve. Yeah. So we've done a lot yeah. of our like um, winter mountaineering and stuff like that. So, yeah, it's um, he's it's almost annoying because he has so much like information and you feel like you're <laughs> learning so much, but you've got so such limited time with him. Um, so yeah, really do like mine the guy for as much information as you can. Because yeah. in terms of everything like navigation, not just sort of using a map to kind of you know go from A to B, but also to kind of find out where you are when you really have no clue, yeah. which is one of the, the most important things about map reading that we learned, which was, you know, having a map is always useful, but if you already know where you are, all the map is essentially is showing you the road, yeah. you know? But if you have no idea where you are, and someone hands you a map and they say, well, point to where you are, and you have no clue, how do you get out of a mountain then, especially if there's sort of, you know, mist and everything like that. So there is, a, you know, he teaches you all that methods, not necessarily on the Snowdonia Explorer, but I reckon yeah. if you asked him, you'd get some information. Oh, he would. Yeah, yeah, he's great like that. You know, so, so you know, definitely the places you can't get an Uber. You know, you can, you need something else to get out of those mountains. Um, you know, if if you're in a challenging situation. Yeah. And we like to think that um, you know, we we've seen over the last couple of weeks, loads of you get out and about, and you know, it's really been quite inspiring actually to see everyone get out, <clears throat> knowing that we can't obviously travel to certain countries at the moment. Um, so you're doing what you can here, which is great, guys. And keep it going. Yeah. Um, you know, I help all this training, all the all the preparation will really help when you're on the, the next adventure. Um, you know, the next big adventure. Um, you know, and I know uh, Ramona's been out all the time and um obviously with uh, all the escapes to the Peak District gang, which has been great to see. Peak gang. Um yeah, the Peak gang. And yeah, so you know, keep going, guys, keep getting out there. There's um a message in the group as well, Ever in the high altitude Ever Trekkers group. Because um, I know obviously you, you set up little working groups, but individuals as well, and 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 just yeah, just message and say, oh hey guys, I'm out in Snowdonia on Saturday. Anyone else fancy a walk? You know, I'm sure there's loads of trackers who are always out and about, especially now. Not me, uh, but not Dave. Unfortunately, you got your operation next week. Yeah, you? operation um, Monday. Yeah. But yeah, just before we got uh, disruption, I know we were talking about um, obviously Machu Picchu. So I want to go back to that just to sort of cover that off. So we, what did we talk about? We talked about obviously the new route that we're doing, the Hidden Valley, more remote, more challenging. Uh, I think Jerome asked, are we still doing it? Yeah, mate, 100%. Tomakea. Um, the Tomakea route, that's a fantastic new route that, you know, the only company in the UK to do that route, um, you know, and it's, uh, we worked hard on setting that up um, and it's a, it's going to be great. So yeah, 100%, we're still doing it. Yeah. Salcante route is another route that you can go. Uh, negatives about that, I would say. Very busy nowadays, or, you know, the last time we were able to get you we able to go on there so we'll be busy again no restrictions on permits so again a bit of a negative plus sides very beautiful um you know very popular i think over the last five years probably been the most popular yeah machu picchu trip uh, then we go over to the inca trail the classic everyone's heard of the inca trail 
Um, and again, with us, we do go on there for sort of half a day or so anyway. So you do get to see the things that you would like to see. Yeah. But if it's just an Inca Trail trek for us, um, you know, we think there's better out there, uh, yeah. whether that's Salcante or if you want to come with us and go on the, the Hidden Valley trip, um, you know. And uh, Lauren, if you could pop the Hidden Valley trip into the comments, because I, I know a lot of people on here, uh, usually on the live, but if there's any newbies that haven't seen that, um, definitely download the guide um, for the Machu Picchu trip. It gives you all the information on there. Um, and, and as I said before, any questions, guys, just let us know. Yeah, awesome. And we do have a question, hey. which is... Um, <laughs> Uh, Simon has asked, uh, yeah. what's the water situation in Peru? Okay. Are we using water filters like in Nepal? Um, so yes, that is our intention and aim. Um, we haven't actually supplied them with them over there yet because of, we haven't had any trips to do. Yeah. But all of our trips, we want to use the water filters on. Yeah. Um, not only, you know, th there's two main positives with that though. People say that, you know, that the water filters are expensive. Yes, but when you offset the cost against the amount of bottled water you're not buying, they're actually way, way, way cheaper. Um, and secondly, um, they're way safer as well than using sort of other methods like boiling yeah. water or you or um, chlorine, because chlorine just tastes disgusting. Uh, it, it's, you can't drink for like half an hour um, or 15 minutes after you put it applied it. It's, it takes time. Where with these, it is you just pass the water through the filter and it's ready to drink. Um, I think that it was already sort of Nepal kind of just those guys are just so good. But we then we went to Tanzania. Trial today on an individual basis with the bags and the filters, and it, yeah. and it does work. It takes a little bit of time, um, but it's really, really good. So yeah, we don't we want to be doing that on every single trip that we do. Um, yeah, I mean, I always got a water bottle with me now anyway because I ran out of water on Ben Nevis, so I've got the water to go one with the water filter yeah. in there. I bet you wouldn't make that mistake again. No, I thought I was going to die. <laughs> it's it crazy, was crazy, man. It, it must have been so it, hot because we did the CMD route yeah. on Ben Nevis, so. You go about a third of the way up the tourist route, and then you sort of peel off to the left, and then you follow this ridge. And we were the only people on the yeah. ridge. Um, there's no one else there. And it, we did a huge day of scrambling and stuff like that. And we, it was like 13 hours in total from start to finish. Yeah, it's heck of a... Um, and I think for the last four and a half hours, five hours of that, I didn't have any water whatsoever. Yeah. And um, what was really funny was like I was as I was walking down, um, we went up there and then we came down the tourist yeah. route. I wasn't far from the car park, but I started chatting to this guy and had a nice back and forth. And then I noticed he had a liter of water in his rucksack, and we were about twenty minutes. But I was so thirsty, I said, yeah. "Oh, would you mind just putting a little bit of water in my bottle?" And he went, "No, I need this, mate." <laughs> and wow. I was like, I was like. Okay. Wow. <laughs> he's, he's not an ever tracker. I know. So I said, and, and he was like, no, I need this, mate. I need it all. I was like, okay, fine. <laughs> and then 20 minutes later, I was back there and I had a drink. But it was it was just a, at that point, it wasn't survival. It was just like, just something to kill the thirst. But um, yeah, God, okay. Well, yeah. So ever since then, like, I will let's uh, chat to that guy. And um, yeah, what if the, if it was flipped? What how we would think then? But there we are. We were getting on like house on fire. So I thought I was a shoe in there for the water. Never spoke to him. Never spoke to him again. Um, um, Jerome's asked actually uh, serious question. Yeah, anyway, <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah, serious question. Yeah, we, we, we don't mind serious questions, guys. Bring them on. <laughs> uh, honestly, um, chuck them in because that's what we're here for, right? Uh, obviously, we, we like we like a laugh, as you guess, you know. But uh, obviously, serious questions as well. Uh, will Morocco be open by October? Do you think? Um, yeah, I know you postponed your trip to next year, haven't you? Um, opportunity to do Tukal. I think one thing I'd say is that's on amber at the moment, which means that it's highly likely to change by then. 
Um, I've actually, uh, and Jerome, uh, drop us a message actually. Um, we've, we're doing a trip in November, uh, around about my birthday time. It was going to be kind of a private thing, but we've opened it up to a few people now. Um, and, and basically I'm going out there myself uh, in Mor uh, to Morocco, Tubcal in November. So if you want to come and join me, um, love to have you with us. We do have our Steve, who's filming it, um, creating a video for us in Morocco, because that's going to be probably the first country um, that we're going to be able to get back to. Um, you know, I mean, we'll see what happens, but with the autumn, we're still positive about Nepal, but you just don't know. Yeah. But yeah, with Morocco, um, uh, the next one that I'll be, I'll be kind of going on will be Tubcal. That's in November. Uh, I believe it's the 5th or 6th of November. I think it's the 5th. Um, but we're doing just four days. So if you want to come on that one, Jerome, I'd love to have you with us. Um, and yeah, uh, if you want to come on that one, go onto the website or drop us an email, actually, uh, Jerome, uh, info at evertrek.co.uk. We can discuss that. Uh, and that goes to anyone if you want to join on that trip. Um, it is one that we will be doing some filming on. So there will be some interviews and things like that. So, you know, if you're going to be on camera, uh, smile for the rest of the Evertrekkers. Uh, but if you've seen any of our previous videos, like Kilimanjaro, the long way, uh, Journey to Base Camp, seen any of those you'll you, you know kind of like a little bit about what we do um you know and talk about the journey yeah um so yeah definitely um uh, sort of drops an email yep awesome yeah. and um it's gonna be my return to action it is fingers crossed yeah, yeah. Fingers so crossed for you. That, that's it yeah. yeah fingers and knees crossed um yeah and toes crossed as well because i know that a few guys have got morocco because this is the reason we haven't moved morocco yet um all the trips the rest of this year i mean the other trips we have uh, up until uh, the beginning of September in Tanzania, Peru, um, and uh, Nepal, we yeah. moved all trips, but Morocco we haven't. That's because it's on amber, you know. So because it can go green at any time, that's why we haven't moved that trip, guys. Yeah. So yeah, we'll obviously let you know as soon as we can. If it is on amber, still, it's still going to be very difficult to run that trip. Yeah. You know, I have to be honest with you. Um, so you know, we'll obviously let you know nearer the time of what we are now. We're on June. I'd say maybe in another four to six weeks we're not a bit bit more um marky v i know you're, you're obviously going in, in august as well and um obviously more than welcome to join join myself mate in november if you wanted to that'd be a pleasure to trek with you uh, same with tina um if you wanted to so yeah just drop us a message that is the four day mine the one i'm going on in november yeah um yeah so just let us know awesome and who's wearing yellow today that's the lesser spotted yeti so um what you've actually witnessed there is quite rare we have like no snow leopard isn't it yeah well, we normally set up like motion capture cameras around the office and uh, there it wait oh, oh, oh it. <laughs> so brilliant yeah exactly um so yeah another little uh question here hey chris from, how you doing mate um do you know chris do we know chris no no it'd just be part of the community for a John, i time. thought that was major chris collins then remember is his name chris collins major chris collins uh lee Collins. Lee Collins. Lee Collins, yeah. Pleasure. Okay. yeah. Great guy. Apologies, Chris. And if you are a major, <laughs> hello. Um, yeah, so got two treks. Like, hang on, hang on, hang on. What are we going to do? Let's see. Hang on. I was going to say, when are you going to bring the question? There we go. There, there we go. go. See, mate, it's the, I, haven't, I haven't had this power for a while. <laughs> um, got two treks lined up. EBC, yeah. which is currently um, unscheduled, was supposed to be May, and Killy, which is booked for 2023. Uh, it's looking like EBC won't happen for us until maybe 2022. Uh, so can we push the Killy trip? to have a similar gap um yes so the first you know we've reiterated a few times and we'll keep doing just so you guys feel as comfortable as possible that you do have ultimate flexibility with with, with the trips 
Um, the right time for you to go is the right time for us to take you. There's not just COVID. Yeah. You know, historically, there's always been reasons why people might need to reschedule a trip. They could hurt their knee. They could, you know, work could happen. They have babies. They get married. They get divorced. All of these things tend to sort of interrupt their plans at one stage yeah. or another. And we've always said that, well, look, our main <coughs> goal is to get people out on these trips, not to book you on and never take you. Yeah. So we'll offer ultimate flexibility with that. Um, we even rescheduled one guy's trip because he didn't have six months left on his passport. So he He's went, in China at the time, was yeah, he? Got as far as Hong, yeah, he got as far as Hong Kong and then yeah. um, they wouldn't let him board the flight to uh, Nepal. Um, yeah, he wasn't wasn't happy. I, I said to him, look, you know, these things happen, guys. Uh, you know, we, we'd obviously like more notice than that, but we realize things happen and um, anything like that, if, if you're having any issues um, at all and you want to move it anytime, uh, Chris, you know, you want to move your trip. Uh, and have that same sort of gap 100 percent will make that happen yeah uh, obviously we'd like to get it get you there chris as soon as as soon as possible mate but uh you know um i know the 18 months last 18 months certainly been a bit of a bit of a gap hasn't it yeah um but right yeah a couple more then guys and i think we'll we'll, we'll finish off so any more questions do drop them in dave i i think um you know i know we covered a lot about machu picchu yeah um great trip strides for guys who can't covered uh, what else we covered? Um, uh, Snowdonia Explorer. Yeah. I think the only other one really to cover is the training weekends today, because I know we've got a couple more spaces in September. Yeah. Um, so I think you should talk about that. We've we've got a, a fully booked trip in um, August, which is yeah. great. Um, I'll be on that myself. Can't wait. Um, I'll say the base first camp trip. support. Base camp support. Dave, you'll be there looking uh, after everything. Yeah, I'll uh, have uh, base. sandwiches. Uh, teas and coffees ready for all you uh, hikers to return. You promise now. <laughs> I'll be honest. I wish I hadn't said that. It's okay, man. I can't wait for that coffee now. Obviously, yeah, oh, right, teas wait. and coffees. Yeah, I'm just not making sandwiches. <laughs> yeah. uh, no, but it's honestly, uh, yeah, I can't wait for that. Just to do some hiking with everyone, you know. It's been such a long time. Yeah. I've been out the last couple of weeks. I've been lucky to have been up North Wales and Scotland. It's been a fantastic, uh, you know, just but hiking with a you know, in terms of as running trips with a meeting, 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 or ever tracker, it's been a long time. Yeah, uh, really missed it. So yeah, looking forward to catching up with all of you. It's like a three-day-long tune-in. It is like a. You might never tune-in tune again. Get, you might get fed up, but uh, you. But you, no, and uh, you won't. the amazing thing is, um, <clears throat> James, is that we uh, we do do a kit talk when we're right there as well. <laughs> so not just the, uh, it's not just you know. It used to just be around Nepal, but now obviously we do far more trips. So it's now what the idea is to turn you into a sort of expert before you even arrive in whatever yeah. country you're heading to. So we do, we set the pace for the weekend. So we stay together. Naturally, yeah. every single hiking group will stretch out and contract and stuff like that. Yeah. But we don't want anyone sort of running off or or going, you know, way too far behind. Yeah. So we tend to stay together as a group. We set mountain pace. So everyone knows what you know what's going on and you'll get used to it. So when you arrive in Nepal or Tanzania or Machu Picchu, yeah. you'll already be sort of, you know, used to walk in like that with a group of people. And the other thing is, so I'll pack a bag um, like I'm going on a high altitude trip. So normally I use... <sighs> Jane's got a shot glass already. I think we have to say Mandel Bhutan's just so you can get that tick. Sorry, Dave. Mandel Bhutan's, never heard of them. And um, never heard of them, mate. And um, yeah, so... The other thing is, um, yeah, so I'll pack a kit bag when I'm there. And it, I'll be honest, it's a ball ache because I pack the bag <laughs> as if I'm going for the trip. And I always say, if it That's ain't a tease, in, isn't it? Yeah, I always say, if it ain't in my bag, I haven't brought it. Yeah. So it puts me under a lot of pressure because sometimes people are like, where's your head torch, <laughs> You know, and I'm like, 
brilliant. Okay, fine. I haven't got the head torch, but I've got a lot of money. Where's your waterproof jacket? Where's your down jacket, Dave? Yeah, well, You're I, well I remember I um, <laughs> I didn't bring a waterproof trousers to Killy. That was fun. Um, it was so, fun yeah. watching you put on a smaller pair of waterproof Well, trousers. yeah, the guide. Skin tight. The guide was like a racing trousers. snake. <laughs> said i've got a pair for you and he bought them out and i was like no way but then funny. but then it became a challenge to try and get them on and i did get them on but my step was only about four inches <laughs> um and if i, I dropped anything yeah. i'd have to andy can you pick that up for me uh, i didn't want to sneeze when i had them on and um they weren't exactly cheap either they were proper um they were good at burgas were they no no Burgess. they were um the deluge i can't even remember okay. the name Arc-Terex. Architerics. Yeah, they were crazy. They're like gold. Ones. Yeah, I know. And I've got them on like to a point where I can literally they were stretched so far they were practically see-through, like it was insane. <laughs> but um but yeah, but that's it. Yeah, so I'll pack a bag and everything and, and it's all kit that I used on a trip before. Yeah. And I'll weigh it to show you that I can get it all to under 15 kilos. Um and then yeah, literally open it up and it's like, you know, show and tell why have you bought this, why have we left that? Is this really enough? That sort of thing. So I think um something i brought in to one of the first training weekends i did i think it was uh, the end of 2017 was one of the first ones we've got a while now um and it just became very valuable and and like what dave said then we just bring the kit and we just talk about it and one thing we say if you're on the training weekends is bring your own kit if you want us to have you know have a have a look at it and, and give our opinion on it um and say if it's any any good i know some people have brought um some down jackets uh, i think some of them uh, to a couple of training weekends and i was like maybe they're a bit lightweight for where you're going um you know some people just need that so if you want to bring anything and, and ask ask our advice um yeah and, and also the group as well because the rest of the people that be there um you know we never know who you're sitting next to they could be a mountain guide they could be someone that works and go outdootors or cotswood outdoors they could have some experience that might answer your question uh, very similar to our community we've got loads of different types of people who yeah come from all different backgrounds it's great um you know you never know who you're sitting next to yeah which is uh which is also quite who fascinating you? isn't it yeah exactly who are you yeah but um, um also nice. um the so obviously you know, we include breakfasts but um we don't just leave you to your own devices breakfasts? breakfast is oh, i don't know what's wrong with me Honest to God, I think it's a hay fever. I've had really bad hay fever today, and I think it's doing my head in. Too many of them. Brilliant. But um, yeah, so breakfast is included. Nice. However, we don't leave it to your. I'm trying to enunciate your own. Um, you know, we we take you to all these really nice places, and one of them is a. Um, there's a big Nepalese population yeah. in Brecon where the Gurkhas actually settled there, um, and there's a really well, there's a couple of really good, nice traditional Nepalese restaurants where we can go and get momos and dalbat and whatever you want um yeah and there's brian as well he he might be on them he was on the last one uh, i think you i think you gate crashed a party actually i think brian actually there was a party going on in the because where we stayed was like there was two sort of connecting buildings and there was a, a party going on in the other one and i think you went and and joined them um, it was yeah yeah that was brilliant that was uh, yeah because i remember with brian um who loves loves a bit of hydration don't you brian um much like myself and yeah we uh, that was a brilliant night um good gurkha beer um side by side i know well we'll be doing more like this i think we've been chatting with steve who's our who's our video guy and um you see what i did i, I did and you literally put it up side by side i yeah. like that yeah. uh, it's getting a bit weird though it's like side by side like we're walking into an arc or something yeah. like there's a big flow <laughs> very good i know it's what you're doing there um don't click the wrong button though does it well oh it just says <sighs> and it doesn't Typical. fit um, no, we will be doing, um, it's going to be slightly different setup. I mean, the reason we did the, the side-by-side virtual setup initially was because we started these during lockdown. 
Um, so with that in mind, and Dave was working at home, I was working at home, uh, because that was, you know, what, what we were allowed to do. That's why we did it. And we've kind of done it out of habit, really. Um, but yeah, we, like before we, we started doing the, um, the Tuesday tune-ins, we used to do sometimes Q&As, sometimes like when Dave, you first joined, we did a little Q&A and intro, introduction to Dave, and we did it side by side. And, you know, we're, we're obviously now things are restricted. And obviously with me and Dave, you know, we, like I said, we're in the same bubble. Um, we're going to try and do a setup in uh, the summit zone in the Everdrek, uh, which is all the way over there. Um, so we'll be at the desks. It'll be in our area. If you've watched the episode with Brecker Mountain Rescue, um, we're going to be doing it a little bit more like that. So I think Good Morning Britain cross with Evertrack. Yeah. And you might be halfway there. Um, so we're going to be doing that that setup around about once a month going forward, which would be quite nice. Because I, I also want to get, you know, once we're allowed, I want to get people in uh, to chat as well. Um, you know, we've had uh, our first guest on the podcast, Kath Pendleton. Uh, but that was just on the podcast. But I want to get some uh, people to come and chat on the tune-in as well. Yeah, uh, we've got some know, lined up. We've got some lined up. We've got some really, really good people lined up so far. Um, you know, we're always trying to connect and meet and people who have gone through challenges, people who've got their own stories that they can share with you. Because obviously we can, you know, just by speaking to them and learning from them, you know, it can help all of us. Um, and, uh, you know, our, our aim is to help all of you. And if you can glean one golden nugget from 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 their story then then happy days um so yeah that's our that's our, our target so why what what do we say what do, what do we say that was bingo or you just do a bingo? uh i'm just uh okay. literally do you know how you watch like the one show yeah. and they bring up like taxes on the screen okay like when you're talking i'm, I'm just drunk with power right now I I never, i've never had that, the power it's, before it's weird, isn't it um but look i think we, we've covered loads of questions now i think we'll, we'll kind of finish finish there dave you got any any final final stuff to talk about um, yeah, <laughs> thank you for persevering. Um, <laughs> yeah, thanks everyone. I can yeah, under, yeah. Uh, um, yeah, Gurkha beer, by the way, Jerome is really great. You'll yeah. um, there's two main beers in the pool, which you'll see in most places, which yeah. is Gurkha and um, Everest beer. And there's there's a few others as well. There's those cans ones. Yeah. Remember the they've got like a um, what do you call it? Uh, what, what's, what's uh, they're it? they're posh, craft beer. Craft beers, yeah. <laughs> the posh beers, you know. Like, used um, to be it's kind of yeah yeah but craft beer craft beer man, i'm from newport we think we think carlsberg is like high end <laughs> <laughs> you know cooking lager cooking lager yeah, yeah. wouldn't wash the car with it but um yeah no that's it and i think yeah that's awesome um i think back to normal well actually no you're you're on your own next week yeah all good yeah um unless i might do it from my bed we'll see we'll, we'll let everyone know yeah exactly yeah because yeah. um but yeah otherwise yeah have an awesome time yeah, yeah. no it's been great all right guys yeah all the best have a wonderful week Safe trekking out there, uh, as, as you mentioned, as I mentioned in my little email yesterday. Work as a team, um, and you'll have an awesome time. Uh, as Tam said, was it, uh, was it you stay as one team, you'll get there in the end, and that's the important that's thing. That's not what he says. <sighs> what he, say, say? he says, uh, you, you stay as a team, and you, you, get, you work together, and you get there in the end, eh? Brilliant. Yeah. You, you lived in Scotland, right? I did live in Scotland. Yeah. There we go. You brought it back. Right? There we go, yeah. <laughs> anyway, guys, all the best, and uh, have a lovely week. See you next week. No worries. Bye. Bye. Awesome. So I hope you enjoyed the uh, another episode of the Mountain Malarkey podcast. Um, yeah, that was something a little bit different, wasn't it, from the Tuesday tune-in, but I hope yeah. you enjoyed it. I must say, you were brilliant on that episode, Ant. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, mate. Thanks. Now, if, uh, if you've enjoyed it, don't forget to leave us a review and subscribe to the podcast. Um, you know, all these uh, podcasts we put together, the episodes, try to reach as many people as possible. And if it's helped you, leave us a lovely review. Um, and yeah, we'll see you again next week. Yeah, all the best, guys. Bye. I'm going to go to the next one.
Thank you.